Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. 1 Peter 3, verse 15. What happens, though, when someone sees our life in Christ and asks that question, why do you believe this stuff? Why do you follow Jesus? Why do you pray to his mother? How can we respond? I'd like to give three reasons in which to frame our answer that I think are relevant to the culture we live in today. I've seen these work in my own life in being able to share the gospel. And the first would be happiness. Everyone is looking for joy. There's very little peace in our world today. And when someone sees us marked with joy, they're going to get curious what makes them different. At the end of the vine and the branches passage in John chapter 15, Jesus says, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So when someone asks us, why do you follow Jesus? Just tell them, because it brings me joy, the joy that I've been looking for. Tell them about your life before Jesus or when you haven't walked as closely to him and the difference of when you were walking closely with him. It's a good point of reflection for us as Pope Francis has been admonishing the church to be marked by joy. Are we joyful? If not, we need to spend more time with Jesus so that our joy may be complete. I love this quote from St. Pope John Paul II on the 15th World Youth Day. Here's what he said, August 19th, 2000. It is Jesus, in fact, that you seek when you dream of happiness. He is waiting for you when nothing else you find satisfies you. He is the beauty to which you are so attracted. It is he who provokes you with that thirst for fullness that will not let you settle for compromise. It is he who urges you to shed the masks of a false life. It is he who reads in your hearts your most genuine choices, the choices that others try to stifle. It is Jesus who stirs in you the desire to do something great with your lives, the will to follow an ideal, the refusal to allow yourselves to be grounded down by mediocrity, the courage to commit yourselves humbly and patiently to improving yourselves and society, making the world more human and more fraternal. Joy, happiness. That may be the first reason you give someone of why you follow Jesus. But the second that I think flows from joy that the world is looking for nowadays is fulfillment. Everyone desires to live out the longings of their heart. They want to live the life they're made for. In that same passage, John 15, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Talk about the fulfillment you have in Christ, the life that he's giving you, that you were able to stop searching when you found him or the restlessness you experience when you don't have him and the difference when you do. We all know this quote from St. Augustine in his confessions. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Never forget a Protestant friend asked me when I was searching for God if I had a hole in my heart. There's a hole that all of us have that only God can fill. So when someone's seeking, maybe ask them, hey, do you feel like there's just something missing in your life? Talk to them about that God-sized hole that only he can fill. And then it can lead them on that journey to pursue Christ like you. So we talked about happiness, fulfillment. Then lastly, and most importantly, 
an answer we can lead people towards. It's the forgiveness of sin so that we can be in heaven forever. As if, we, if we're just patient and wait, live our lives well, we can have that opportunity to present the kerygma, that call to conversion, why Jesus came for us. Some verses to have on hand. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but may have eternal life. Yes, we don't follow Jesus just because it feels good or we're fulfilled. Those are part of the answer, but the most important thing that leads to that peace and reconciliation with God the Father and with one another is that forgiveness of sins in his name and then by following him, we walk in ways that lead to truth and harmony. Things like not stealing the Ten Commandments. Man, those are great rules for life, to be in communion with one another. But also, walking in him, it's the only way. It's the only way. I tend to think of Iron Man, right? He has that, whatever that thing is in the middle of his chest that helps him to live fully, to live alive. Well... Christ is like that for us. When we have Christ in us, when it's his relationship with us is not clouded by our sin, we can live fully alive. We can soar. We can walk in the Ten Commandments and beyond them and fulfill the law powered by him. So Romans 5, 8, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And just explain that to someone that sin is our falling short. We don't do as we ought. But Christ came to die for us, to die for those sins, to be the perfect, unblemished lamb and sacrifice so that in him we have forgiveness and we can walk in truth. And all we have to do is, it's as simple as, A, B, C. Here's the ABCs to remind them. Maybe it's their first time hearing this or they just need that reminder. A, B, C. First, we just, and this is daily in our lives, right? Daily conversion. A, acknowledge our sinfulness and our need for a Savior, that we cannot do this alone. We cannot merit our own righteousness. We cannot live as we're meant to live on our own. So A, acknowledge and accept Christ as our Lord. Then B, is to believe and be baptized. Why? Because he told us to. John chapter 3, being born again. This is what he meant, born of water and the Spirit. So acknowledge our need for a Savior. Believe and be baptized, and then C is to commit, to be in communion, right? To be confirmed as a soldier of Christ, or to have, to re-enter into that communion, confession, right? So say you're talking to someone that is a Christian, is a Catholic that has been baptized, what is sometimes called the second baptism, confession. So say, hey, get back to confession. I had a friend that did this for me. I hadn't been following Jesus for a while. I decided I wanted to be close to him again. That friend brought me back to confession for the first time in years. And ever since then, my life was changed. Confession. But say you're talking to a friend that isn't Catholic. Well, invite them into the church. Connect them with an RCIA program so they can be baptized, commit to Christ. Receive the sacrament of confirmation and be in communion with him, not just figuratively speaking, in union, in holy communion. 
That is the simple answer, my friends. ABC. Acknowledge our need for him. Believe and be baptized. Then commit our lives as Christians in communion with him. How do we know we're in communion with him? Communion. Access to the sacrament in union with our brothers and sisters. My friends, it is Advent. It's that time we're preparing for the Lord to come into our lives. feel so blessed my local parish is offering confession uh, more than usual. So let's take advantage of that. Let's avail ourselves of the sacraments and let's wear our joy on our sleeves. Let's be joyful witnesses so that our lives are so attractive. People ask, what is up with you? Why are you doing this? Why are you happy when this world is not happy? As 1 Peter 3 reminds us, always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. Now the translation says, my friends, when we share about Christ, do this with gentleness and respect. Let's love our neighbor. Let's accept their free will, that they can choose to follow him or not. But let's make it easy for them to follow. Let's make it attractive through our joy, which is a direct result of us remaining in communion with him. My friends, have a great Advent. Let's make more time for the sacraments this season as we prepare to celebrate Christ's coming, the Incarnation, on Christmas Day. God bless.